All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. We've reached the end of the week. Nearly. There's one day to go. Here's everything you need to know at the start of it so you can spend more time planning your weekend. Today is the 7th of December. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint. Now, there is positive news for India when it comes to international crude prices, but I'll come back to that. Let me start with what the cabinet did last night. It approved the sale of the government's entire 52.63% stake in REC to Power Finance Corporation. At the current market price, this stake is worth 11,000 crore rupees. The modalities of the deal will be worked out by a committee comprising Finance Minister Arun Jaitley, Secretaries of the Departments involved and Union Minister Nitin Gadkari. One concern already stands out though, the acquisition will likely bring PFC's mandatory capital buffers below the regulatory level. Alright, let me turn back to crude oil prices. They dropped the most in almost two weeks overnight. In fact, Brent crude is currently trading just above the $60 per barrel mark. That's because of signals that the OPEC, Russia and other aligned oil producers won't cut output enough to erase a supply overhang. Futures in New York declined as much as 5% before recovering. Saudi Arabian oil minister Khalid Al-Fali said in Vienna that he was not confident OPEC and allied oil producers will reach an agreement when they meet today. They are discussing a combined 1 million barrel a day cut by OPEC and its allies. All eyes will be on Russia, which so far has been refusing to agree to a big output cut. Meanwhile, India has reportedly signed an agreement with Iran to pay for the crude oil it imports from the Gulf country in rupees. That's a PTI report. This follows the US letting India and seven other nations continue to buy Iranian oil despite sanctions. In the aviation space, under-pressure Jet Airways has sought soft financing of $350 million from Etihad Airways. The Abu Dhabi-based airline has apparently offered to finance as much as $200 million. The Serious Fraud Investigation Office has accused the former top management of the Insolvent Island Affairs Group of using employee welfare trusts to enrich themselves by over 440 crore rupees, revealing a cocktail of embezzlement, conflict of interest and lack of accountability. Read all the details in the story on the website. Here's some more news from overseas now. The US trade deficit widened more than forecast in October to the highest in a decade, underscoring the continued fallout of the trade dispute with China. The goods trade gap with China widened to a record. The gap increased 1.7% to $55.5 billion from a revised $54.6 billion in the previous month. Now, U.S. equities for the most part were under pressure yesterday owing to the uncertainty about the progress that's being made to mend ties with China. But a late tech rebound buffered some of the losses. The S&P 500 and Dow ended lower by 0.2 and 0.3% each, while the tech-heavy Nasdaq gained 0.4%. In Asia this morning, the three early rises have begun positive, up nearly half a percent and more. Just a quick update on the other markets in India. The rupee currently stands at just under 71 to a dollar, while the 10-year benchmark government bond yield is at 7.42%. It was barely changed from the previous close. 
With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we likely to end the week? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. The US markets were down sharply but managed to recover in the closing session of trade but ended with a negative bias. Europe was extremely weak with cuts of anywhere between 2 to 3% in certain indices. Crude was down 2.5% overnight. It's down for the third trading session today also in the morning. It's trading down by close to half a percent. LME commodities ended weak. Uh, Chinese commodities are trading weak. But surprisingly, the SGX Nifty is trading with a positive bias. In terms of stocks that you need to watch out for, news coming out late last night was that HCL Technologies to buy select IBM software products for $1.8 billion. The transaction is expected to close by mid-2019. And the market uh, that uh, the acquired company uh, represents is more than $50 billion. Remember, there's a conference call by HCL Tech at 8.15 and uh, you need to log into that to find out more details. Finance Minister Arun Jaitley has said that the CCEA has approved the strategic sale of 52.63% stake in REC to PFC along with management control. PTI also reports that the likely that NTPC will buy out the government stake in SJVN. Lupin's Canada arm gets approval from Health Canada for a drug which is used for treatment of bowel syndrome. It's a Zenine drug. Reliance Geo Infocom board will consider restructuring and reorganizing proposal on December 11th. PTI reports that Jet Airways seeks a $350 million soft loan from Etihad. Zydus Wellness will raise funds by issuing preference shares worth the 25.75 crore to Cadillac Healthcare, Zydus Family Trust, Pioneer Investment and True North Fund. This is basically to fund the Heinz acquisition. Sagar Cements in focus consolidated November cement sales up 36% and uh, the other company that will be in focus will be Kajaria Ceramics. Wasach International Growth Fund acquired 10 lakh shares in the company. Abu Dhabi Investment Authority was the seller. In terms of brokerages, City has downgraded a lot of steel stocks. Tata Steel, JSW Steel and Sale, all of them have been downgraded. City says falling steel prices, rising leverage and valuations makes Indian steel unattractive. CLSA has cut the target price on Sun TV with a target price of 770 from the earlier 870. They say new channel launches for long-term ad revenue boost and multiple catalysts are there for growth in the subscription revenues. While CLSA has also cut the target price on Gale to 420, they believe that the US LNG arbitrage may stay negative through 2019. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website BloombergQuinn.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan and thank you all for listening in. As always, there's a lot more on the website BloombergQuinn.com so do check it out. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day and a lovely weekend ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 